Hello, and welcome to Wife, Mother, Slave, Sex Goddess. I am your host, A. Hayward. Today's episode is sponsored by LaVette's Creations, custom t-shirts, pillowcases, book bags, and more. Follow LaVette's Creations on Instagram or go to the website, L-A-V-E-T-T-E-S-C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S.com, LaVette's Creations. In this episode, we're going to discuss what it is to be a wife. You know, growing up, everybody probably had a fantasy of having the loving husband and the wonderful 2.5 kids. Y'all do know the .5 is a dog, right? Or a cat, some type of pet. And he's going to bring me flowers to work, or I'm going to be a housewife and, you know, homeschool my kids. Well, I've never wanted to homeschool my kids, but I'm going to have my kids in school. They're going to get straight A's. It's going to be the perfect life. That is a fantasy. If you're not in it for the long haul, please do not sign up to be a wife. It is not for the faint of heart. There's times where you don't even like to hear your husband breathe. There was a meme on Facebook one time, and this woman was in the bed looking at her husband while he was asleep. And the thing that was going through her head was, I'm going to punch him in the head. Sometimes it gets like that. I would never condone hitting your spouse. That's wrong. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, there are times where literally him breathing makes you want to cuss him out. It's part of it. No marriage has a time, if you're married long enough, that you can't stand each other. It's part of growing. It's called growth. You have to be willing to grow together. If you're not willing to grow together, to understand each other, that's when it falls apart. Now, by no means am I a marriage counselor, not even a little bit. I've just been with my husband for a long time, and we have gone through some rough patches. There's been times where he um, switched jobs. There's been times where I was a housewife. There's been times where... um, Things just happened within our marriage that we didn't agree with or one of us felt one way and the other one felt another way. And you have to work through those things. Now, the thing with me and my husband, he's an alpha male and I am an alpha female. And I'm going to be honest with you, most of the time that does not work. And the reason that doesn't work is because you have two strong people in a marriage now mind you me and my husband or should I say my husband and I were together four years before we got married and yes we lived together for four years before we got married now I am the type I need to know what I was getting into before I got into it there is no way that I would marry a man that I have never lived with now I'm not saying that that's for everybody because some people probably don't need to live with that person before they get married. But I need to know what I was getting into. Now, being an alpha female, I have strong opinions. 
and I will have my opinions heard. I have a smart mouth, and you will listen. I cuss a lot, and you can't be sensitive. My husband being an alpha male, he has strong opinions, and he will be heard. He doesn't cuss like me, which is a good thing. I mean, I guess the kids need to have some type of role model to show that you can get through life without cussing somebody out. But us being together can be tricky. Not to say that we don't get along well, because we actually do. He knows when to let me vent and go off, and he knows when to shut me down and how to shut me down. I guess there's an art form to it. We've learned each other, and that's part of growth. Now, when I was younger, um, high school and college days, I did have relationships. And those who are in relationships with me know my tongue can be sharp. I would cuss you out and keep it moving and not care. And the funny part is, I am very sensitive. But if you piss me off, all hell will break loose. You know, someone once asked me, how can you be so sensitive and be so mean? I don't think I'm mean. I just mean what I say. It's that simple. So if I were dating you and you were passive or uh, real sensitive about being a man, you might have gotten your feelings hurt. Very simple. I apologize for that. But you can't be, I don't want to say a weak man. I will say a sensitive man and date me. You probably got your feelings hurt. And if I did that to you, I apologize. That was not my intention. Now, to give you an example of the type of female I was in college, I'll tell you what happened with one individual. Now, I was not dating him, nor would I ever. So let's get that cleared up before we even get started. So I was walking through the Downing Center, or what we used to call Duck, when I had transferred from Tennessee State University. And this one guy would always try to, you know, holler at me. And I had already heard the stories about the type of dude he was. And that's not the type of guys that I went after. And yes, I say went after because if I wanted to date you, I'll let you know. I wasn't into dudes coming trying to holler at me. But anyway, he uh, came up to me trying to holler again. I'm like, you want to fuck me, don't you? He looked at me and was like, dang. You that blunt? Absolutely. I am. Say what you want. Don't waste my time. He's like, why would you say that? But yeah, I do. I said, don't you have a girlfriend? He's like, yeah. And a fiance. How you know about all that? People talk. I said, you think I'm going to get in that? You already got two. What can you do with one more? He literally looked at me with his jaw dropped. I'm not the one. I'm not a fuck toy. Have a nice day. And I walked off, and it was so funny because every time he would see me on campus, he literally just started laughing. And I would smile and keep walking. One thing I didn't do was share a man with anybody. Give two shits. Not that person. Now, the reason why I gave you all that backstory. It's so you can understand who I am. 
and how my tongue can be very sharp. And in a marriage, you literally have to be that person who compromises. Not all the time, but yes, compromising is part of the game. Now, if you're in that relationship and you're the one doing all the compromising, run. That means you're married or will be married to a narcissist who always has to have their way or they throw a temper tantrum. Don't do it. Now, marriage is a give or take. Sometimes you're giving more than you're taking. It's hard. Especially when it comes to the kids and the household and your job, especially if you're working full time. You do everything at work and then you come home and do everything at home. Don't be a housewife, Lord Jesus. I did that. Y'all can keep that. That that makes it more difficult in my eyes. Especially if you're married to a man who feels like since he makes all the money, you have no say. That's shits for the birds. I'd be damned if some money's coming into my household and you telling me what I can and can't do with it. I don't give two shits if you do make all the money. I still have a say in how the money's being spent. But there are those men who feel like if they're making all the money, they make all the decisions. And I guess the women who agree to that, they like it. Can't be me. But if you like it, I love it. That's your life. Like I said, everybody's not the same. Some women love to have a man who takes 110% control and can tell them what they can and can't do with the money that comes into the house. Yeah, I'm not that woman. There was one incident with my husband and I when we had first gotten married. Now, mind you, we had lived together for four years, so he should already know who he was married to. He actually had bought a new Tahoe. I think it was like maybe one or two years old. He had bought the Tahoe, and I had just given birth to our daughter. He literally came in the house, showed me the car or whatever. Well, took me outside and showed me the truck. And had the nerve to tell me I couldn't drive it. Told me to drive the Saturn and not to touch the Tahoe. How y'all think that went down? Now, mind you, we was married. We had lived together, like I said, four years before. And he had never told me that I couldn't do anything. Once we got married, he tried it. Told me I couldn't drive his Tahoe. I looked at him and started laughing. He literally told me he was serious. Ladies, what do y'all think I did? I got the motherfucking keys and took it to the motherfucking store. You got me fucked all the way up. The fuck I look like you telling me I can't drive something. And when I got back from the store, it was an argument. Like I told him, you got me fucked up up if you think I'm not going to drive something that's at my damn house. Well, like I said, he tried it. There's plenty of incidents where he tried it. Like, one time him and his friends had decided, I guess 
just a spare of the moment boys trip or whatever. And I don't mind my husband taking boys trip. He should take trips with his friends to get away and have some, some boy time, some time with men just kicking back and having a good time. I don't mind that. But what you're not going to do is disrespect me. I don't disrespect you by coming in like, you know what? I'm going with my girls this weekend, deal with it, and leave. Yeah, there was a time that he tried that. Came in, was like, yeah, me and my boys are going to XYZ this weekend. I'll see you when I get back. Yeah, I laid down. I was like, okay, baby, see you when you get back. Shit. What the fuck did you just say? You literally came to me and just told me that you was going out of town with your boys and I'm okay with that or supposed to be okay with it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a grown man. I do what I want to. No, you're a grown ass man who's married. If you don't want me coming here telling you what to do, that I'm going out with my girls and you can deal with it. Don't try that shit with me. And yes, I guess I could have approached that whole situation better and be like, now, honey, do you think that's okay for you to come say that to me? I think you don't have to ask me permission to go. You couldn't be like, "Hun, is it okay if I go out with my boys? Or, um, you know, the boys are taking a trip this weekend. Do we have anything planned? You know, something like that. I could have done that. But my temper would not allow it. And yes, I have a temper, as y'all can tell. I have grown. I have. And I have learned to approach situations a lot better than I have in the past. Let's say he went on the boys' trip, but I had to let him know, don't do not do that ever again. I'm, like I said, I didn't mind him going on that trip. It was the way that he was talking to me. Don't disrespect me. I won't, don't disrespect you. So that's when that alpha male and that alpha female clash, because neither one of us want to be talked down to. Neither one of us want to be talked to like we're less than each other. Because we do see ourselves as equals in our marriage. We do. One of us gives and takes a little bit more than the other, which is human nature anyway. And that's not all the time. One time it might be him, one time it might be me. It just all depends. And I know some of y'all listening to this and thinking, how the fuck is he married to her crazy ass? He didn't marry me for my cooking. <laughs> I can cook too, though. But no, in all seriousness, I love that man with all my heart. And he loves me. And we have each other's back like no other. Our good times do our way our bad times. Like I said, there's incidents in every single marriage. Can you get through those difficult times? Somebody talking crazy to you, can you deal with that? Without taking it personal. Now, mind you, there are going to be times in your marriage where one of you are going through difficult times and you're trying to keep it to yourself because you don't want to worry the other person. But most of the time when you're trying to keep all that in and not worry the other person, you end up taking it out on that person and making them actually feel less than who they are. And that's not cool. It's always best to sit down and talk it out, no matter what it is, because holding all that in will literally make you set up resentment. Like, for instance, when my husband first started his business, it was 
he was doing it all on his own, starting from scratch, and I was a housewife. So all of the financial responsibilities fell on him. And y'all know me with my sharp tongue didn't make it easy. Now, I did go work in his office. I did help him out when I could because I sent my daughter to daycare. That's a whole nother story because my daughter was a crier and I couldn't deal with it. So I sent her to daycare. And, you know, sometimes you just need adult time, but then we're getting back into other stuff. But anyway, he literally would hold all that in. And with him holding it in, it was setting up resentments towards me because he felt like everything was falling on him. And the reason why I know all of this is because we actually sit down and we had a discussion about all of this because it built up to the point where he couldn't stand to hear me breathing. <laughs> and I laugh at that because literally when you are married to somebody, there are times where... You look at them and you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? And then there's times where you look at them and you think, I am the luckiest person alive to have this person in my life. It's not all roses all the time. It's not all hatefulness all the time. There has to be a balance to the whole situation. It's a love-hate relationship. But you'll learn to love more than you hate. Just remember, when you hit those rough patches, just know it's for a small time. And try not to hold all your anger in. Because if you hold that in, like I said, it sets up so much resentment. I actually set up resentment with my husband before. He set up resentment with me before. And we've learned to work through those things. Like I said, we've been together 20 years. You learn each other. And knowing each other, you know your triggers or what will set you off, and you know what will calm you down. So try to figure those things out. And the only way you can figure those things out is through communication. If your communication dies, so does your marriage. And there is nothing wrong with the alpha woman. Or should I say an alpha female, being a submissive female to her husband. I do submit to my husband. I fix his plates. I wash his clothes. He needs me to do something. Sometimes I stop what I'm doing and do what he needs. And I did say sometimes because I'm not going to ask her and act like I do that all the time because I don't. I will be lying if I do, if I said I do. But yes, if he knows if he needs me, I'm there for him. I don't care what's going on. He needs me to do something. He know he can always count on me to have his back on whatever. Now, if there's a family disagreement within not just me and, you know, our immediate family, but like our whole family, mothers, fathers, all that, we will have each other's back right then and there. Wrong or not, we will have each other's back. And then when we get in private, we'll talk about it. Because what I'm not going to do is let somebody talk crazy to my husband or he's not going to let somebody talk crazy to me. And that's also a part of growth because there was a time when we first got together that, you know, my family in Nashville, yes, I have family in Nashville, um, they clown a lot. 
And my husband clowns a lot. So, you know, they was clowning. And one of my cousins had said something about me and my uh, temper. I mean, it wasn't all the way a lie. But instead of my husband defending me, he laughed with them. And I turned to him and gave him this look like, I will fuck you up. And let's just say, from then on out, there was that understanding that you're not going to laugh with them at my expense. So that's part of growth. You learn each other. Get ready. It ain't easy. Marriage is a roller coaster. Ups and downs, turns. Sometimes you go upside down. Sometimes it's straight. I've already said it ain't easy. I cannot stress that enough. And if you in it for the long haul, learn to deal with it. And if you need help, there's nothing wrong with getting help. I saw a therapist. I had to. I was at my breaking point. I found a a woman who was a wonderful woman and put me in my place when I was wrong. She didn't sugarcoat anything. And that was what I needed at the time. So if you find yourself at the point where you can't take anything else and you see no way out of your situation, please go see someone. Because self-care is so important for women. We neglect ourselves a lot and put everybody else first. And that can lead to us having a breakdown. There's a podcast called Fly With Us. It's actually on uh, YouTube, and they have an Instagram page. These young ladies talk about self-care and actually give assignments for women to do. I actually listen to that podcast, and it helps out a lot. It helps you realize that you're not alone, and it helps you to realize that you do need help from friends, from family, and that don't be ashamed to admit that you need help. So it's it's called Fly With Us on YouTube. I believe it's YouTube. Check that out. And remember, you are loved, but you have to love yourself too and actually love yourself first. Because if you love yourself first, everyone around you can't help but love you too. Hopefully this podcast enriched, empowered, and encouraged you to know that you are enough. Love you. Stay blessed. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave a review. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook.